Hello and welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we will be discussing masonry and social media. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. Welcome to the Working Tools. Today we have with us our usual hosts, Worship Brother Stephen Chung from the Grand Lodge of British Columbia in the Yukon, very worshipful brother David Colbeth down here in Washington with me, and I'm Matt Apple. And we have with us uh, our our special permanent guest, potential co-host guy, who's hopefully going to keep coming. Uh, we don't scare him <laughs> off. Uh, Jared Dunham. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know. Worshipful brother Jared Dunham? I'm... Yes. Yes, worshipful brother Jared Dunham. Well, welcome, no matter what, and who's been on the show before, might I add. And uh, today we discuss this. We are going to be discussing the social media and Freemasonry. So, I I've said before on the show that some of the worst things I've seen on social media have unfortunately been po- posted by my brother Masons, and uh, it seemed like a a topic we've been a lot of people have been on social media more than ever in the last eighteen months or so. And uh, we've seen some interesting things. So, um, guys, do you have any exciting examples of, of social media missteps or things you've seen that are good? Well, I don't know if we could talk about it, Steve, but in the in the blue room there, we were talking about some current examples of what's happening. Uh, if you can leave out well, the names and lodge numbers, but uh, it would be something to get us started anyway. Well, in, in BC, we... Um... We, we had a Grand Lodge who came out with a social media policy, uh, just some guidelines to try and help govern members uh, or, or to help members govern themselves, I think, and be more the, uh, the object of it. And <clears throat> last year we had a, um, a worshipful master of a lodge who posted a controversial picture and, and statement. And um, the lodge basically um, lost their shit and didn't know what uh, what they really wanted to do with it, um, except that they felt that this brother's post was to the point where they thought he should be expelled from Freemasonry, and that's the path that they went on. And... Um, their path had nothing to do with the social media policy. It was all political. Um, but when they realized that they weren't going to get anywhere with their um, reasoning and their, and their justifications, uh, because it was obviously a political thing, um, somebody pointed out that, that it was in... Uh, it was opposing the social media policy that came out a year prior. And so even though the worshipful master should have read that policy, he obviously did not. And um, they hung him out to dry on the social media policy and that got him a one year suspension. Okay. And the, the grand lodge suspended him from Freemasonry for one year. Um, 
and it's it's posed a lot of problems in our not only in that lodge but in our jurisdiction and um so brothers should really be careful what they're posting out there uh especially when they're an, uh, an officer of a lodge um whether you're worship a master or not when you're an officer of the lodge you're you're considered a representative of that lodge you represent that lodge uh out in the public as principal officers and so they expect you to keep that decorum out there in the public as well. But you said two things that I find curious in what you just said there. First of which is when you say political, do you mean political within the lodge or do you mean political like he was referencing the, the whatever national, the, some political party and, and that sort of political? It, it, was, it was a comment regarding the uh, political movement. And um, actually, it was uh, the post actually just had to do with an image uh, that was being used in that political movement, and um, it was it was seen as to be quite controversial, right? And oh, hmm? oh no, I was just going to say the more pertinent to our current discussion, actually. So you um, said the word social media policy, and I'll tell you as as a recently district deputy i stopped what is it, 18 months ago or so now 12 months ago anyway point is that uh the one of the things that was on my checklist to ask the lodges when i did my inspection of the lodges was do you have a social media policy to which every single lodge always said uh no so is this a social media policy you're talking about a a grand lodge policy or was it an individual lodge policy no it is a grand lodge policy and if you um, I was going to look it up on our website there, freemasonry.bcy.ca. Uh, I believe on there, there is the social media policy. You may have to be a member, uh, of which, uh, I am and I can get in there, but I, I do have a copy of the policy, um, that I downloaded and yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's meant to prevent, um, how we make Freemasonry look in the public eye um, is, is preventing us from making errors in that way. Right. Because I don't know that our grand David, do we have one of those? Well, I was just thinking that I know there was an policy sent out at one point, but I don't know if it was sent out as a grandmaster's more of an edict than a real policy, but it did say social media policy. I, I was thinking about looking it up. Uh, but we, at some point we had a social media policy, some guidelines to follow, but I think that our obligations to each other and to the craft have some, have some built in policies, I would, I think. And so the idea of politics specifically or religion or other things, you know, I, 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 I the way I look at social media is that I say it's my front yard. And so if I want to, if I go post a sign out in my front yard with a statement, unless I say, well, first of all, would I post that sign in my front yard <laughs> so everybody can see it? And that's, that's always my buffer, but my initial buffer. Do I want my neighbors and everybody driving by to know this about me or to, or to know what I think or how I think or whatever? Because it's going to be there. And I also say it's in cement. I, I, you can't be, can't be moved, right? Once I post it, it's, it's there forever. That's, that's my, so my buffer. And then the second part is, I don't think, unless I put a little note on the sign that says comments accepted, it's not okay for you to come into my yard and put your sign next to my sign. 
So I look at it in the reverse. If you post something on your page, unless you say it's okay, or I know about you that it's okay to comment, I don't care how controversial it is. I'm basically getting out of my car or driving over to your house, getting out of my car and going onto your front lawn and pounding in my own stake <laughs> or my own sign into your yard in support or contradictory to your statement. So when people come onto people's posts and make their comments. So that's what usually happens. I see, I appreciated Matt's idea that some of the most controversial stuff come from Masons. I think we're just in that regard, we're people too. And that not, well, we have a protection, a reminder under Masonry we're supposed to do. We get caught up, you can get caught up in this kind of auction mentality or, or keyboard courage, we used to call it mentality of posting and then somebody posting and then posting and posting. And pretty soon you're in way over your head on comments and areas that you didn't plan on. You know, maybe it was a relatively vanilla post about something. And now it's really controversial. Well, you know, yeah. So I've got the policy, our policy up. It's a one pager. Okay. So, um, but you know, in the top, in the opening paragraph, it talks about, uh, it recognizes that, you know, social media has grown exponentially in, in the years and uh, a goal of supporting the regular extensive use of it. But we know that many brethren regularly connect by Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn and other means. But we as Freemasons must be mindful that our individual postings not only reflect our own character, but that of Freemasonry across the jurisdiction, right? And because if you're putting it out there that you are a Freemason, then your character is always being judged. Um, and so uh, there, there, I can go through it. There's lots of, there's a, a page of bullets here. A Freemason could, should conduct himself with the same courtesy he would in front of the general public. Um, he must be aware that his postings are a permanent record and conduct, uh, and therefore his conduct may influence the world with a positive or negative opinion about him personally and the organizations to which he belongs. Right? Um, the Freemasons should never use disparaging comments, profanity when posting, uh, including but not limited to graphic video and audio recordings. Right? So when you post controversial images, right, you know, that you, you're kind of breaking this policy, right? And, and that's what uh, this brother had done. Um, it's it, it's kind of sad in a sense because it's taken politics and brought it into lodge, right? Because it was a political related post, and you know, no matter what, I was told that we don't talk politics or religion, and this is the reason why it causes a great divide. Right. So now you've got a younger membership of the lodge who is all supportive of their worshipful master. And then you've got a handful of old guys from the background that are totally offended by the post. Right. So um, <clears throat> the really hard part, really, to be honest with you guys, is the fact that, you know, the comments coming from the newer members after this happened. They said, you know, uh, one of the comments to me was, you know, I just got raised as a master mason. And then I watched them do all this stuff to their worshipful master, which is in direct contravention to what they just taught me. Well, yeah. And, that's... 
Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, because the, the new Master Masons would have been like the, the big thing that they would have been just told is that you whisper quiet counsel when you want to correct someone. You don't stand on a soapbox and, you know, I mean, social media is kind of weird because I've always, I, I had someone actually once ref, uh, liken it to standing in the middle of a mall and yelling your opinion at the top of your voice, you know, to just absolute strangers. You know, would you do that? And if not, don't post it. You know. Yeah, the, the well, idea if you, would you tell that to your grandmother? Right. Well, yeah. Mine's dead. Or, 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 <laughs> well, uh, or, or or like David said, would you post that on your front lawn? Yeah. You know, because you know, if you know that posting that on your front lawn is going to get you eggs thrown at your door, well, do you really want to do it? Right. Right. And. <clears throat> You know, I guess it's these days when you do these um, social media posts, you really got to think about these types of things because um, I've known several uh, people that have had them come comments come back days later from people who finally got their news feed and, and saw the post and, and comments would come back. Um, but, you know, they don't think about how it looks. They don't really care. A lot of people, a lot of social media's posts, there is absolutely no forethought gone behind them. No, they figure that it's it go. It's a one way direction. You're saying something and nothing comes back. Oh, and everyone always agrees with everything I say. Well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of a of a of a things that doing homework during class, essentially, David and I about at the same time here apparently found in the Grand Lodge of Washington website the social media policy. So we do have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, I should have yeah, looked that up before we had, had the show. But yeah, I Mr. District that. Deputy Grandmaster. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, point number five of the five points is that brother-to-brother -brother intervention should be the first course of action. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whispering wise counsel is definitely preferable to you know, duking out in public. And, and when somebody errs, I mean, we talk about um, in Freemasonry how we take good men and make them better, right? Well, what was this guy before this post? He was a good man. He'd been tw in Lodge 12 years. He'd given his, his all to the Lodge. He, he fully immersed himself, immersed himself in the organization and is now their worshipful master to, you know, 12 years later. Uh, he's also involved in, in the other bodies in the Valley, Scottish Rite and so on. And, um, you know, he was very well respected for the work that he did and, um, uh, you know, so now he makes an error in judgment and everybody castrates him right away. But, you know, we're supposed to uh, help him learn from his errors and improve himself to, so he can move forward in life. And, and um, in, in, instead, I just see, you, know, you see all this. Uh, condemning and, and and crucifixion, like with without even proper procedures, you know, not even having a uh, a hearing, you know, no, this is just this is bad, and we're we're protecting our lodge. They haven't even told half their lodge what they did, right? When you know, I mean, <clears throat> now granted it's been pandemic, but they've had Zoom meetings, right? Yet a year and a month later some lodge members don't know what's been going on for the last six months. They have no idea because they didn't get it communicated to them. Right. So now they're all asking questions 
And now it's very awkward, right? Um, so it, it makes it really, really challenging. And the, and the brother who, who did that, he totally regretted uh, offending any of the membership. He had never, with his post, he had never uh, intended to offend anybody. He intended a thought-provoking question to incite a debate online, right? But he's a political guy. He was part of a political party. He was, I mean, that's his world, right? Politics. So he was doing that. And um, uh, so, you know, where do, where do you draw the line in, in, in that, right? It's, it's challenging. Yeah, I, I think, too, that when you... Masonry, in many cases, I believe, was born out of some of those controversies. And so having... <laughs> be careful where we go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> My personal belief is that, there, that the idea of not discussing religion and politics in Lodge, while maybe accurate in a tiled setting, is not necessarily accurate in what we are doing here, basically the idea of the after lodge, how else can you, <laughs> was that a no Matt don't talk or was that an itch? When you're having the meeting after the meeting and then the meeting after the meeting in the parking lot, how else do you get to know guys and to get to explore ideas of uh, what they believe or don't believe or how they act? I mean, yes, we're supposed to, be similar and be good men before we start that's a, maybe a topic for another show uh that we're supposed to only bring in good men and we may not find out they're always good men maybe not in the first year five years ten years maybe it takes a while to really realize hey this guy really wasn't as good as we thought he was but how i think i think this is a should be a perfect uh, avenue or perfect venue for us to talk to each other and explore potential religious experiences or backgrounds or information or and when I say politics, I don't necessarily mean the politics necessarily, but the idea of belief systems and understand more about our brothers and about other, I, when people, I had an interesting conversation with my 13 year old daughter the other day about religion. And I was surprised at how, either either she was really just staring off into space uh, but or, <laughs> i was gonna say how, <clears throat> we had a good conversation as she was listening but uh she did have feedback and so she it was interesting to have her talk about her thoughts and ideas and uh, that why are we the way why are, why do we say we're one religion is because the way you were born usually into that religion most of the time people don't go out and explore and experience other religious beliefs. They're just who they are because of how they're raised. If you lived in a different country, you probably would be generally that religious belief, whatever that area's religious belief is. Or if you were born into a particular group in a country, you'd be. Uh, so I would encourage people, and I think this is a great opportunity for Masons to, to explore those other ideas, whether they be, I mean, in most countries, many countries, at least in the United States anyway, they're, the politics were born out of Masons, are born out of these organization, historic organizations. So 
what other what other place could we or in theory be be in a sacred space to have these honest and open discussions with each other about these ideas facebook is not that that quiet and secret place to do that for sure but yeah if i while i don't post it in my front yard i might ask jared and steve and matt to come in my backyard on the deck and let's have these conversations and let's talk about it and maybe have a little bit of a kerfuffle and and understand who we are and then part as brothers mm-hmm. understanding more about it but yeah facebook again i go back to the keyboard courage facebook is not the place to do it or instagram any any of the i don't want to get banned by facebook by saying their name too many times but yeah like there, there's brothers i've got that i know that you know they believe in QAnon and and um, they're they've gone deep into rabbit holes that way and some are flat earth guys and and I know that they have have these beliefs and and that's okay they're entitled to their own religious beliefs we encourage that right so we don't discuss it we go we we go to the shooting range we hang out we have a good time we go for lunch we, you know we'll go uh, motorcycle rides we go you know we do all these things together um, uh, but we just don't talk about their religious beliefs because um, we don't see eye to eye on them, right? You know, um, or not that we even don't see an eye, eye to eye. It's just, I know nothing about QAnon. I'm not going to sit there and get into a heavy discussion or debate with somebody about it, right? So um, I respect the fact that that's their, their choice uh, to believe that, right? And uh, not mine. Right. And they respect that, too. So, you know, it is possible to, you know, still have brief discussions like you talked about and, and still carry on as brothers and, and not have any animosity between each other. I, I think uh, kind of interesting on your point, one of the problems that we run into when we try and discuss things with other people is that the person that we're discussing it with isn't hearing us giving them what we think. They hear us trying to change what they think. And that's where all of this starts getting into a big kerfuffle is that we need to be more open to just listening to each other and understanding where their opinions come. I mean, I may think that someone might be a complete nut or nut bar, but, you know, until I hear their rationale behind what they think, I'm not going to understand where they're coming from or even if I am right. I mean, they may actually totally, you know, make sense in their mind or even convince me otherwise. But until we sit down and discuss things with each other with, without trying to convince the other person of our opinion, and which is what I think Freemasonry does with us, is we learn to debate and toss ideas about and listen to each other so that we can better understand other opinions and either know that we are correct in what we think or to see the flaws in our thinking and maybe go back and rethink it. I agree. There's, there's definitely a, I don't know what the word is, a hubris. Uh, a lot of people, I mean, not just in masonry, in, in, of course not me or any of the three, four of us, but no, there's, oh God. Definitely a, <laughs> there's definitely a, uh, a, I know the right and I'm not going to change my opinion vein that runs through a lot of conversations that you know sometimes you know maybe eh, i i've been wrong in the past i'll admit it and uh sometimes it's it's one needs an open mind about such things in order to 
to, to grow as an individual for making good men better. And those men have to be willing to, how, how do you get better? You change, right? So it's a, you have to be willing to change and to think about things. That's right. And, and you know, like, um, you know, this, this example with this worshipful master I was talking about, um, he has not heard from a member of his lodge in a year. Right. And he has uh, spent a lot of time reflecting on what, what he posted, why it upset the membership and, you know, what could he have done differently to, in trying to achieve the same outcome. And, and all he has in his mind is regret because he doesn't really know what he could have done differently, right? Uh, because he was posting a political statement and he was heavily involved in politics. And he says, I can't change a political belief like that. I'm, uh, uh, he says, but that was me posting something politically on my stuff, my personal stuff outside of Lodge. That was right. my question. So this was this was not like he posted this on his lodge's what on his lodge's Facebook no, page. He just did no. it on his own personal page. On on his own, right? And so he really, you know, was at a loss because it shouldn't have. But you know, the, these guys were so offended by it that um, well, I think I think it, it depends it on matter. on what he's posting though, because as you indicated earlier he represents the lodge well whether he represents the lodge as an officer or a member or whatever i think if people know him to be a mason if he's got masonic stuff woven in on his post as well then they're going to see that oh well that's how masons think not necessarily mm. how the lodge thinks or as a representative of the people don't know that you're an officer or master they don't know what that means generally <clears throat> they just know you're a mason so they assume oh well, all masons must think that i think that's where the the issue becomes Right. And, and, and I could see that if he, if he had crossed his platforms, but he doesn't, that was his political platform and everything on that profile of his was political, right. Had never anything to do with lodge. Right. Um, but it only took three minutes for the old past master of his, of his lodge to be all find out about it and be upset. Right. So, and it, it was only five minutes, or, you know, it was only five minutes for the political party to be all upset with him and everything else too. Right. So um, how, how quickly social media spreads. Now that could be a whole other topic of conversation because um, he, it, it was a matter of minutes and his life was upside down. Right. I will say, interestingly, the Washington Masonic code, I happen to have it in front of me specifically prohibits charges uh point three here is against a brother involving matters of a political or sectarian nature so mm -hmm. I, i'm not the way i would read that is you know if you say you know woohoo party a mm -hmm. down with party b that that's not really a reason for masonic charges at least under our code right right maybe not from masonic charges but going back to steven's point is he may not have posts showing, like he may not cross his political and Masonic posts, but his friends list, his friends will know probably that he is a Mason. And you always have to, 
because of the history and the, you know, all the other conspiracy theories and stuff, we always have to be uh, cognizant of the fact that if someone knows that we are a Freemason, whatever comes out of our mouth is the gospel mm-hmm. truth of what every Freemason thinks. Right. Especially yeah. when you're, you know, Matthew Appel and, and you're so well known in your jurisdiction, everybody <laughs> believes every word out of your mouth. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know, like yeah. and he's highly respected in his jurisdiction. Right. You know, he, he, he knows things, you know, he, he's, um, he's in charge. Right. Well, people look at people a little more closely when they're in charge. Right. So, you know, I guess the lesson there is to, uh, you know, really don't post things on social media that you don't really, uh, want coming back at you i i think too i don't mean to belabor this conversation but the the uh your your point about him being regretful is a powerful understanding of yourself and mm-hmm. so the members of the lodge are actually missing out on the opportunity to learn from his experience if they're not wanting him to come and so whether he goes back to that lodge or is successfully or not or he moves to another lodge uh, the idea that he couldn't still be a quality man or still couldn't be a Mason, I think is false. And that boy, what a, if he actually, if he actually has stepped over that threshold of, as Matt talked about listening and we've all talked to Jared, everybody has talked about listening, taking the time to listen and understand and change, become a better person. Boy, that's a, he, he's, he's right there in the middle of it. What a great opportunity for him to be able to, to teach about that and to be the example of understanding and listening and change. Yeah. Well, I, I said to him when I was having a conversation about whether or not he wanted to come back and actually even sit in front of his lodge. And uh, he said, you know, um, I, I've, I've, I've swallowed the pill, a big enough pill over this last year that I think that I need to man up and, um, be willing to take, you know, whatever's coming my way. And, and so, yeah, I'll stand up and I'll sit in the chair and I'll, 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 uh, I'll own my shit as people would say. And, um, he's prepared to do that, you know? So I don't see why the guys are, are not even inquiring. Nobody even asked the guy, you know, so what, over the last year, you know, what's happened to you? You know, nobody, nobody's even inquired. They just like helmet that, you know, he paid his dues, he, his one year suspension, but they don't care. They, they still want him out, right? It, it's hard, but you know, what's going to be really exciting over the next year. <clears throat> Guess who's the uh, director of education for my district. <laughs> So my <clears throat> education might change this year, right? And um, have a few focal points, right? And really open up and, and peel back the degrees um, that, you know, talk about uh, how we're supposed to treat each other and, and help each other and, and so on, right? So the meanings behind our degrees um, get into the allegory. And on that note of, of potential personal growth, uh, on behalf of Stephen and Jared and David and myself, 
Uh, thank you all for listening to the Working Tools Masonic Podcast. And uh, if you want to come to our social media page, we, we, we do have a Facebook page, so uh, please, <laughs> please come and check it out. But uh, seriously, thank you all for listening, and we look forward to having another show soon of the Working Tools Podcast. Good night. Thank you.